Hello and welcome back to another episode of Zap. My name's Beck. And my name's Jono. And Zap was formed on the basis that there is a lot of good quality journalism out there. And so this is the other stuff. We aim to make the good trash treasure. We find weird, wacky and wonderful news stories from all over the world. We talk about it, we laugh about it and we make segments somewhat loosely related to it. And today we are starting the episode a little bit differently. Uh, Recently we've been doing the National Days and Jono found out that today is... Which house is it? I can't remember. It's uh, Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw Ravenclaw Pride Pride Day, Day, which we didn't know was a thing, but then it got us thinking to look up some of the other houses' Pride's Day. Oh, yeah. And it also got us thinking then about what our Harry Potter houses are. And it took me back to a time because I was a huge Harry Potter fan, still still am. And I remember when Pottermore was a thing, I did the quiz and it told me, of course, as everybody, I think, would want. Actually, I'm not sure. That's a big generalization. But I wanted to be Gryffindor. And yeah. I remember doing the quiz and I thought I had it in the bag. And then I got Slytherin. And oh, I was just like, brutal. I know it was gut wrenching. And I was like, so upset. And I remember trying so hard to like do the quiz again or like make a different account. And it was like, you are, <laughs> you are Slytherin. You cannot escape this. Um, so yeah. Oh, so that's I, such a Slytherin thing to do. To try know. and get around the rules. I know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I tried to log back in and we just discovered that Pottermore isn't a thing anymore. So we are now going to find out which Harry Potter quiz Harry Potter house, Jono is, and I'm yep. going to do it as well just to see if perhaps things have oh, changed. See if you can, yeah, yeah, see if you can get around it now. But it's been many years. I know. <laughs> By this stage, though, I've accepted that I'm a Slytherin, and to be honest, I kind of want to get it again because I'm like, oh, they're, okay. they're the cool ones, right? You know, They are pretty cool. They're, that is true. Which is cool. So, Gryffindor, I mean, are, they're all for the rules and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, nerds. Getting the, winning the house cup there. Yeah. <laughs> the pair then answered, a series of magical-based questions. But through the power of magic, we've cut all that out. Now on to which house the two will be sorted into. Now, uh, I'm going to hit continue. Okay. It says the sewing has ready to make its okay. decision. Um, let's, let's find out where I am. There looks like there's a peanut rotating on my screen. That's the time turner. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Hufflepuff! Yes! Oh, I got Ravenclaw! <laughs> yes! Okay. That's great. Oh, my goodness. So you got Ravenclaw. I did. Does that mean it's it's my Pride Day today? Pride Day, yeah. Special day. Happy days. I kind of, I don't know how I feel about this. (laughs) Well, Ravenclaws are the smarty pantses, aren't they? True. I guess that's what I get for picking every area of magic I can. (laughs) Yeah, that'll be it. Um, If there was an answer that said, I want to be evil and kill Harry Potter, then maybe. should have picked that one. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been that would have been more Slytherin. Um, but yeah, I guess that was a nice little detour. Yes, yeah, sorry. <laughs> but um, no, I didn't realize how, how long it would be. I know. I was thinking that too. I was like, "Geez, we really <laughs> picked a long one, didn't we?" Um, but but now to kick off today, uh, I'm bringing us away from the Wizarding World uh, and to a story from the country that gave us our first major international listener base. It's of course France, uh, and this story finds us in a French town where a dad is sick to death of his kids being on the interwebs all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, it's interesting because I heard a statistic on the radio this week where that said we spend over 25% of our lives online, which 
Like, he's kind of crazy to think about. yeah. But it also makes sense because it's so integrated with everything. Like, we do work online. We, like, there's entertainment online. There's, like, banking. There's, like, you can order food. You can shop. You can stay connected to people people and places and stay informed. Like, all sorts of stuff. Like, every aspect of it's our lives happening. can have some sort of integration with the internet. Um but for, for one dad in France, it's definitely getting on his nerves. Uh, you see, this man's children were often in their rooms at night on their phones instead of sleeping. Uh, and as every good parent would, would have wanted, uh, would want, he wanted them to be getting a good amount mm. of sleep. So through searching a bit online for ways to get his kids offline, uh, which is kind of ironic, I think, searching <laughs> yeah, online for answers <laughs> of this, um, he stumbled across something called a signal jammer, which in simple terms prevents mobile devices from connecting to cell towers and Ooh, thus okay. will stop um, them from sending or receiving any signals. Uh, and so this bloke says, sweet, uh, I'll get one of them, but probably in French is, I uh, imagine, how he would have said it. Um, <laughs> and <oui>. he managed... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, belle, uh, bon appétit <laughs> croissant um, bon voyage internet uh, ah <laughs> perfect um, and so yeah he manages to get one ordered and delivered to his house and uh, so he sets it up uh, and from 12am um, to 3am every single night he would turn it on and wouldn't you know it worked like no internet no connection so his kids would have nothing left to do but go to sleep um, and what this dad didn't realize though, is that signal jammers have quite a big area of effect. Oh, um, no. I suppose it probably, um, depends on what kind of signal jam you get. Mm. I don't really know a lot about them. I know roughly how they work, but, um, I don't know what, what the range of signal jammers is. Um, and so instead of it just being his house and his kids not connected to the internet, his entire town and the neighbouring oh town, um, which, funnily enough, is is called uh, Messengers, um, which no one would be sending or receiving messengers oh my that gosh. night. <laughs> I was like, where is this going? Um, I see. <laughs> yeah, no one was getting any cell or, uh, like, internet at all uh, through these towns from 12 to 3 every single night of the week. And so an investigation was launched to find the source of the issue um, and eventually the signal jam was traced back to this man's house where oh the gosh. equipment was seized and um, the, the bloke was arrested because it turns out that using a signal jammer is quite <gasps> illegal. Really? Um, which oh my gosh. Uh, whoever told him to or whichever forums or whatever uh, online told him to get one may not have mentioned yeah. or maybe they were <laughs> in a country that didn't have them illegal. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty illegal and it can carry a penalty of 30,000 euros <gasps> and up to six months jail. No. Um, Do you know so, what, whether either of those happened to him? or? Well, no, this is quite recent. So I don't think he's been sentenced yet um, or even convicted in court. So I've, I've got no idea. But this is, this is the story I've found. Um, and, yeah, it's pretty crazy to think, <laughs> to think that... He's in in an effort to get his kids offline. He's landed himself thirty thousand yeah. euro fine <laughs> and six and potentially six months in jail, um, which is really going above and beyond. I'd say that's that's quite an effort he's put that's in. That's next level, yeah. <laughs> 
So we just heard a story about some happenstances. Wait, that's not a word. Happenstance? <laughs> so, no, I like it. Happenstances is I great. I was meant to say like happenings, um, but happenstances came out. So let's just go with that. About some happenings to do with the internet. And the internet, as we know, is a wonderful place. And it actually led me to discovering something that we kind of spoke about in an episode gone by, but... It's definitely something that we haven't tried before. And so I thought it was time that we try it live. And that is chicken free popcorn chicken. Yeah, so- it is. And already, I've got to say, I, I cooked mine. I think we both cooked ours in uh, an air fryer because yeah. they come frozen. Um, and when I was taking it out, I'm like, oh, that looks like some good chicken. And I'm like, oh, wait, not Hang so on. chicken. Yeah, <laughs> not so, so chicken. Immediately... Uh, it resembles popcorn chicken. Yeah. As as I know and love it. Great first impressions on the look. And it even has the same texture as yeah. like your normal popcorn chicken would have. Like the kind of crispy, but you can feel it's going to be kind of soft on the inside. It's just so we have an idea of the ingredients. Um, oh, it, they let's call see this, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they call it plant-based popcorn chicken, right? So mm-hmm. what is inside? We've got... Gluten, soy, water, vegetable oil, vinegar, nutritional yeast, salt, flour, sugar, flavor enhancers, and then all this stuff, random stuff, dextrose, maize, uh, onion powder, turmeric, celery oil. Hey, this sounds like the 11 secret herbs and spices. It does, it does. <laughs> um, and then some other random stuff. Um, oh, and finishing with liquid smoke. Um, not what I thought would be in our uh, chicken-free popcorn chicken, but it's exciting. Um, so what do we think about the smell as well? It's, yeah. I mean, it just smells like fried, fried yeah. food, like, like fried chicken. It really does have that scent. It doesn't. And it's like, it's the kind of thing I'd want in a candle, you know? I'd love a candle <laughs> with this smell. <laughs> it doesn't have the same like herby kind of yeah. scent that the KFC popcorn chicken would have. Definitely. I suppose that's fair because they can't really copy the 11 secret herbs and spices, but... Like there it still smells uproar. good. There would be, definitely be uproar. Should we um? Should we just think, bite? Yeah, bite there's the, nothing left to do yeah. but give it a go. Yeah, okay, let's go. I've taken a big piece for my first mm-hmm. bite. Let's Me go. too. Oh wow, that's weird. Mmm, it's quite crisp on the outside. Mmm, it's actually quite nice. It is, but it's not at all what I was expecting. No, it's very like spongy on the middle. Yeah, like it's almost quite doughy. Yeah, it looks bready. I was, I was yeah. just about to say. But, mm, okay. Like, it's good. I yeah. think oftentimes I'm um, misled. I don't know. I wouldn't say misled, or I, I basically think of things that are plant based as wow, that should be healthy, but <laughs> not always. I mean, bread, bread is plant based, but That's it doesn't true. necessarily mean. That it's good for me. But this tastes great. Like, uh, yeah, it, it isn't what I expected, mm. but it definitely has like a, a good fried, like it, it. I'd say it has a meatiness to it. Yeah. But I don't think, um, I don't know. I'll, I'll try another bit. I don't know if I'd be fooled into thinking it was actual meat. Yeah, Like, of course I, I know, so it's hard, yeah. to, <laughs> it's hard to know whether I would be fooled. But I feel like, like with the smaller bits, because my first bit was quite large. But now that I've taken one of the small ones, biting into it, I could be fooled that that was normal popcorn chicken. Oh, because yeah, you maybe. know the small bits of popcorn chicken, it kind of is just like the, the yeah, batter. Yeah, just the breading. <laughs> mm. So 
that could fool someone. Oh man, someone. I just got such a crispy bit. You probably heard that on my recording. Gee whiz. <laughs> We're doing the KFC ASMR again. Oh um, no. <laughs> but okay, I think what would make some of it a bit better is like a nice KFC garlic aioli. Mm. Just because it doesn't have a whole lot of flavor. The I think the yeah. fried aspect of it is what's giving it a flavor. Yeah, um, definitely. It's it is I have to say the the breading the sort of outside bit um is quite dry. Um yeah. and so if you just have that it's like a mouthful of sand a little bit. Um but <laughs> that's, that's the plant-based ac- the, aspect. The, yeah, the inside is is like I don't know, it's nice and it's it feels like juicy chicken in a way. Yeah. Actually it does. tearing one apart, it has like fibers in a similar sort of way that chicken does. I don't know. It's not bad. I, I gotta say, yeah. I'm genuinely quite impressed. Me with, too. Because I've not seen something yet that is like a, a fried chicken alternative. I would That's say. true. Or I've yeah. not at least tasted one. Yes, and so that is why we are here to try live. And I think I'm I'm quite satisfied with it. I'm mm. not sure I love it, but definitely satisfied and, and pleased. I think if we mm. were to rate it out of five popcorn chicken like one being not good five being good i would probably put it at i don't know maybe like a solid 3.8 i would give it yeah i was thinking around a four as well i think i think just four maybe we go an even four (laughs) um yeah an even four for me because it's like quite good yeah i could i'd finish this absolutely Yeah. (laughs) yeah Like it's, um, I think I'd prefer a, like popcorn chicken, um, but yeah, I think that's I because agree. the the popcorn chicken does have that secret signature seasoning to it, yeah. Um, which of course can't legally be recreated, <laughs> uh, at least commercially. I don't know. Yeah. Is that a thing? Do you reckon they have like a like a trademark on their herbs and spices, even though the herbs and spices are supposed to be secret? Sure. So like, like I think if someone does discover them and then starts like trying to use them. We definitely won't hear of that person again. KFC. <laughs> we'll, we'll make sure that's shut down very quickly. Yeah, like, because imagine, well, what if someone's not even doing it maliciously? They don't even intend to be trying to do the secret herbs and spices. <laughs> they've just made something and they've put herbs and spices into it, which a lot of things have, like garlic powder, onion powder. wonder what happens then. Someone like some... Mother or father has just made a shepherd's pie, and um, some, oh, no. someone who works at KFC is eating it. Like, mm, wait, how did you do this? <laughs> Tackle them to the yeah. ground. Corporate, corporate KFC no, comes know. knocking yeah. on their door. <laughs> it's it's terrifying. We've had reports of a suspicious herby and spicy activity here. <laughs> the the Federal Bureau of Chicken yeah. comes around. Oh no, it's it's a whole debacle. <laughs> Zap the Podcast merch is finally here, and you can check it out by heading to zapthepodcast.store. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, and more, all with original designs, beautifully printed on quality fabric. So head on over to zapthepodcast.store and get yours today. So today's story was about the internet. And uh, we've also been on a bit of a food adventure so far today, which fits perfectly with a story I have from earlier this week in which through necessity, um, although self-imposed necessity, (laughs) I did an old internet food challenge. So 
my family, we go through quite a lot of milk every week. Um, I don't know how much exactly, <laughs> but we find ourselves running low on milk semi-regularly. So we tend to have a few of the two litre bottles of milk in the fridge at all times. Because if we run out of milk, it means no cereal. And no cereal means Grumpy Jono, uh. as cereal is one of the greatest meals of the day. <laughs> um, so one night uh, this week, I was looking in the fridge. I c- actually can't remember which night it was. Um, or actually, I should be able to... Hang on. Give me one second. Through the power of, of the internet, uh, I will be able to actually figure out which day it was. Um, it was Saturday. Okay. Thank um, you, internet. So Saturday night, uh, I was... I was looking in the fridge for something to drink when I noticed that one of our many milks was due to expire the next day and it wasn't even open yet. So a full two litres of milk, mere hours away from expiration. And like, I don't want to see a whole bottle of milk go to waste. I don't even want to see half a bottle of milk go to waste. (laughs) So I knew something had to be done and thus Operation Carton Consumption was in full swing. Uh, And it began with a very large bowl of cereal. Because uh, that is, as far as I'm concerned, one of the best uses for milk. Uh, and Dad was right there with me, making himself a bowl as well. Because I mean, this was a very important matter. Yeah, family so affair. Had... Everyone had to get involved. Exactly. I had my cereal. Uh, well, I, I made my cereal. I went and consumed it while I was doing a bit of work, uh, writing or editing or something or other, um, something productive. Um, and I've got to admit. Operation Carton Consumption kind of got put on the back burner. I got sucked into whatever I was doing and totally forgot about my mission. Uh, and that was after a while of working and more than likely some time spent on YouTube, I went back to the kitchen <laughs> where upon entering the fridge once more, entering the fridge, opening the fridge, I walked inside the fridge, closed the yeah. door. Um, no, I was, gre- done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was greeted with still more than half a full bottle of milk. Um, and we're talking maybe a litre and a quarter left of milk. And by this point, it's probably hitting 10.45 or like 11-ish. So Operation Carton Consumption had reached a code red. I had less than an hour to fulfil my duties. It was like it was like 60 minutes, uh, but without Tracy Grimshaw, and in her place was me, but and with a lot of milk. Terrifying. <laughs> Terrifying. Um, yeah, I had to bite the bullet. If this milk was going to be finished, it was going to have to be done in drink form. Now, I normally get behind a cold glass of milk uh, in of itself. Uh, some people don't, and I respect uh, that choice. Uh, <laughs> but with such volume, I knew I'd have to, I'd have to drink it, and yeah. I'd wanted to make the drink more pleasant for me to be able to get it all down. Because, like, I don't know what the science is exactly, but what I do know uh, is that. People aren't made to drink a lot of milk in not a lot of time. <laughs> this is um, true. So my plan was simple. It was milk, Milo, a couple of bananas, blender, and consume. Ooh, so that was the plan. Like that a was my smoothie milkshake kind of. Yeah, that thing. was. It was a five-step plan to um, get the milk consumed. I mean, we we're in a code red, so I had to plan quickly. But uh, that was my plan. <laughs> um, and I've got to say, the plan was going great. Steps one through four, easy as. Um, but definitely about two-thirds through the consume phase of the plan, it was fair to say that my body was telling me to not continue. Um, but then again, what does my stomach know about food waste? And I would argue nothing. My, my stomach knows nothing about food waste. <laughs> and so I powered on. Uh, in little over 15 minutes, my milk monstrosity was finished. Uh, it was before midnight. Success. Um, and how did you feel? <laughs> yeah, I was I was feeling real nauseous, but the job was done. You know, right. Operation Carton Consumption uh, was a was a mad success. It was great. Um, but in fairness, 
after consuming the majority of a two-liter bottle of milk uh, within the space of a couple of hours, I definitely did spend some time lying on the bathroom floor uh, in preparation (laughs) for the evil that I felt was impending. Uh, But lo and behold, there was no revisitation from my dairy friend uh, on that night. Um, And I guess... After all of that, that was that was the whole experience. Um, and was it a smart move? I would say no. Um, was uh, was it reducing food waste a little bit, a very small amount? Um, and you would think the moral of this story was, hey, maybe don't drink two liters of milk uh, in the span of a couple of hours. But really, I feel the majority, uh, not the majority, the moral of the story really is that you can do anything you set your mind to. Mm, um, and while I don't, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't recommend drinking that much milk, uh, as <laughs> it is notorious, uh, for making a reappearance, uh, at that level. Um, I definitely, I definitely would say that, you know, <laughs> jump out of your comfort zone every once in a yeah. while. Um, just preferably not with dairy. <laughs> So if there's one thing that we know about Zap, it's that we have range, Jono, don't we? We've we got, do. We've got range. We can go from talking or doing a quiz on the human body to yep. talking about a cup that you can drink cereal from to yep. hearing Jono's tales at the cinema. Then we've just got a whole lot of range. Uh, but oh, we yeah. also talk a lot about another kind of range, free range as in free-range chicken. Yes. <laughs> yes, this is a segment about KFC. Ha ha. Yes, this is just happening in an episode where we have also tasted chicken-free chicken, but we're not predictable. We swear we're not becoming predictable. We still yeah. have range. It's just a lot of segments happen that seem to be about chicken and KFC because yeah. we like it. So We do. We do. Well, you know, we. I'd say that's range on one yeah. of the podcasts where... We're doing plant-based meat, and then whoa, three full full three sixty, full one eighty even. Three sixty is just continuing on the same direction. That's true. Full one eighty, <laughs> um, and we're suddenly back at at KFC. Uh, yeah, <laughs> see, range. range. We're telling you. So this for once is a story about KFC that is happening close to home, and I would like to thank two very special fans of the show for bringing this to our attention. The first being my dad. Thank you, Phil. Great thank fan you. of the show. And secondly, Becky. Thank you so much, Becky. Another great fan of the show. So thank you my, both for your service. Thank you. <laughs> we appreciate <laughs> it so much. My dad actually got emailed about this and I didn't know KFC had a mailing list. So I'm a little what? bit ashamed. I know that I'm not on it. I'm not uh, on we've got to get on that. But Becky also sent us through a TikTok that had an excellent breakdown of what we're about to discuss. So let me start by saying that it is disgusting. Wait, I mean... It's degustation. <laughs> I, did, I did that on purpose. I was like, not sure how to make it seem like I did that on accident, but okay, I was trying to make a joke, guys. Let's just... Anyways, basically, KFC is doing a degustation-style restaurant for three nights only in Sydney, which is very exciting. That's it's so good. It's an exclusive kind of fancy-pants menu of KFC that they will literally serve you at a table. It's $75 oh. per head. You can only book on three certain dates, the 1st, 2nd, and 3rd of April. And there's two booking times, 4.45 p.m. and 8.15 p.m. There is a catch, though. I As soon as we I was sent this, or we were sent this on both um, so many channels, I quickly went and checked it out. 
you do, it's not necessarily first in best dress as I thought it was. You have to actually request a reservation and we'll get into that in a little second, but I just wanted to kind of walk through what they're saying this degustation will be like. So they say that it's going to be essentially degustation is just a fancy way of saying heaps of food. It's going to be 11 courses, a little oh nod. Oh my gosh. Yeah, a little nod at the 11 <laughs> secret herbs and spices. And they have photos of what looks like a popcorn chicken and there's like a nice, like a few pieces of popcorn chicken on a very large plate piled up with some sauce being poured over it. Yeah. Um, there is then something about liquid seasoning and it looks like there's Ooh. like, what's that? Uh, like liquid nitrogen smoke kind of oh, coming yeah, out. Like dry ice. Yeah, sort of dry stuff. ice. Yeah. yeah, like there's bits of chicken with dry ice coming out of it. And apparently there's a dessert as course as well. Um, apparently, yeah, I'm not sure what it tastes like, but it know. looks like it might be a sweet bread roll or something. I'm not sure, but Ooh, I feel yeah. like the, the entire menu is obviously going to be a surprise, but it's yeah. going to be a chicken based meal, obviously, and very fancy. There is also some FAQs down the bottom that I found quite funny. Um, one of them says that, should I skip breakfast for before a degustation? Yeah. They say breakfast is an important meal. It can even be the best meal of the day. So you should definitely still eat breakfast before dining in at the Kentucky Fried Chicken Degustation, which I think is a is it good a good thing yeah. to say. That's, uh, also, I think that's important. <laughs> there's the um, can KFC reveal all eleven courses on the degustation menu. The colonel always likes to keep a secret or two up his sleeve, but won't be revealing all 11 courses just yet. I'm sure they're still working on them. And my favorite <laughs> FAQ down the bottom, what are the 11 herbs and spices? And their response is just, haha, nice try. So, so they've, they've covered all bases. They've covered say. literally all bases. <laughs> and basically the way that you are going to be able to request a reservation is just filling out your details. But then you have to say in 25 words or left, less which kfc dish do you think is worthy of a degustation menu so obviously we are going to be entering this sadly i will be out of the country that's so sad on the days (laughs) terrible news terrible but it's also kind of exciting because jono is definitely going to go and there's potentially three seats up for grabs so I feel like, Jono, you probably yeah, already have people will, in mind. Uh, yeah, I'll start taking applications. Yeah. <laughs> um, if, Selling uh, to the highest bidder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, wait. Another important thing to note about this is that all proceeds go to the KFC Youth Foundation, which I didn't know was a thing. So I'm very excited that... Oh, that's nice. We've kind of found out about this because I feel like there's definitely going to be opportunities for Zap to support that in the future. Uh, so, yeah. I thought we should try and come up with what we think the worthy degustation dish is so that Jono can submit the application yeah. of a lifetime. We need, yeah, we need the perfect application here. <laughs> we so really that, do. Uh, I'm, a sh- I'm, a sh- I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, what's the word? A sure I can't bet. Remember it. Yeah, it? I'm a sure bet. I'm yeah. A, yeah. I can't, <laughs> I, think I can't it. think of it. Yeah. yeah. That will, we'll say it's that. I can't yeah. remember. <laughs> I can't, I can't even think of what I was trying to think of. Um, but we've got 25 words or less to try and think of the best uh, string of words to 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 come up with the best degustation, um, the the best ladi da, the elevation yeah, of mean? a KFC okay, dish. Yeah. <laughs> um, Have you had any ideas? Have you been able to think about a dish? The only thing well, I could think of oh sorry was like a deconstructed zinger burger where they have like yeah. 
all the pieces kind of laid out and either but you have to build it yourself yeah or, or it's just like you eat it separately i'm not sure yeah. but i'm sure you have a great idea as well <laughs> i think well there's a couple of things that come to mind okay. um i think there's one that is a classic it's my favorite thing at kfc which is the wicked wing yes um so i think for, personally i think that that would be a great option but um i also have a feeling that something could be done really well with KFC's. It's now it's a discontinued menu item, but I don't know if you remember KFC Crushes. I was um, literally just thinking about those. The Golden KFC, Gay Time one? Yes. Is that your favorite? The Golden yes. Gay Time yes. KFC Crusher was truly a treat. Um, <laughs> and so, but I don't know if we're risking anything there. Because um, there's pros and cons. Firstly, it shares with long-time fans, mm-hmm. KFC. Yeah. Um, there's that nostalgia that <laughs> keeps us coming back. Um, but it also might be... Um, they might go for someone who's liking the current menu True. more than the old is stuff. It a, so, is it a soft or a sore spot if we um, yeah. mention <laughs> discontinued products? That's a good so point. So that, that does make me worry about that approach. So I would say that the safest bet is to go with the Wicked Wing. How um, how are you going to make the Wicked Wings um, degustation worthy? There's something well, like fancy you kind of have to do with it, right? You can't just put them. I think <laughs> I think they could do something um, real fancy and go with like a like maybe a quail wing. Ooh, okay. Because you know how like quail is just like a small fancy chicken as far as I'm concerned. Right. Right. So they and cover so, quail in the 11 secret herbs and spices. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. make it into a wicked wing, a wicked yeah. quail wing. A wicked quail wing. Yeah, that's, that's my... interesting. I like it. I, I think, think that might get it. I think that's the way to go. So the way I'm going to... I'm going to start typing this out. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel wicked like wing. if you have, like, if you don't quite reach the 25 words, maybe you could sneak in something about the crusher if you're like brackets. Yeah, or a crusher. And, and yeah, yeah. Or, <laughs> or a golden gate type crusher. Or a crusher. In a in a bowl with us. So this is what I'm thinking. Wicked okay. Wing Tiger Station would be a dream for me. Um, <laughs> or maybe even not not because I feel like if we go quail, we're going off menu again. And True. so quail you're that's right. not that's not chicken. That's not the kernel's a uh, bread and butter. That is um, <laughs> Well, and it's well, it's not the Colonel's chicken either. It's but not. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe Wicked Wing degustation uh, would be a dream for me, um, and I can just because that's nine words already. So if I can fill another eleven in this next sentence, then there's a few left for the little crusher thing, which I, like I think it. will just be like it, if nothing else, it'll just be like a little nod towards yeah. the crusher, and they'll be like, "Wow, this guy knows his stuff." This, yeah, this is a true fan. Let's get exactly. him exactly. Um, so, should we play elevating... some thinking music and come back? Yeah, yeah, we can play some thinking music. So, after a bit of thinking, we've come up with this 25 words, which I think fully encapsulates my thoughts on a an elevated or a, a degustation version of a Wicked Wing. And these 25 words <laughs> read, To taste an elevated Wicked Wing, an already perfect chicken piece turned up to 11 would be a dream. And then in brackets, we have, wouldn't mind a crusher too, lol. Um, and yeah, let I, him in. I feel like, let him in. Uh, I'm putting that in there. And oh, for some reason, it thinks it's 
24 words. What's happened? <laughs> Where can you sneak in an extra word? Uh, oh, mean, no, it does think it's 25. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this opened so many doors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 we're done. Perfect. Okay. Sweet. Well, I'm confirming that I'm not a robot. Good. And it's time to request the reservation. Right. I'm now on the reservation waiting list. <gasps> and you'll be notified, when does it say? The 1st of April. The 1st of April, uh, at Whew. the latest. Um, okay, well, I'm keep assuming. the 1st, 2nd, and 3rd of April free. <laughs> but it is worth noting, right, that uh, this does seem suspicious in a certain way. Because we'll, I'll be notified by the 1st of April. Which is, as we all know, April Fool's Day. <gasps> Now oh I don't want to. Gosh. I'm I'm hoping it's not. And oh even in the my FAQs, gosh, even in the FAQs, it says. But this also kind of raises suspicion. It um the question is when will the Kentucky Fried Chicken Digger Station restaurant open? And it says the first reservations are available for April first, but this totally isn't an April Fool's thing. <gasps> oh my gosh! And them saying this totally isn't an April Fool's thing makes me think that it might be an April it Fool's. It totally thing. is. Oh my gosh! Have we been fooled? We might have been fooled. I don't know if we have yet. I want to wait and see, because if this is legitimately a thing, but surely they're not playing the long game with April Fool's. It's like, it's 15 days too early to be playing yeah. April Fool's jokes just yet. And I would really hope that it's not April Fool's, because they're saying that all the proceeds are going to the KFC True, Foundation. True, it can't be. Like, so it cannot be. It, you they can't, would, it can't be. Yeah, you can't joke around with charity. So, perfect. Um, our, We're going. <laughs> our fears uh, have been quashed, yeah. uh, and our reservation... Uh, confirmed. Has been, not confirmed. <laughs> not confirmed. We have put in an application. Uh, we have applied for a reservation. And um, I'm, I really have my fingers crossed for Me this too. one. Me too. Everything um, is I crossed. Have, I have a lot of hope. Uh, but that does lead us toward the end of this episode. So thank you very much for listening uh, to us talk about all sorts of things today. It was a real smorgasbord <laughs> episode. Um but, oh, you know, that's that's the fun of the podcast. Range. It's We're just all it. sorts of... Yeah, range. That's what... <laughs> <laughs> we've got range. That's what this will be called. Yeah. We've got range. Is <laughs> that um, the podcast? Episode 63, We've Got Range. Uh, so thank you very much again for listening. Make sure to follow us on all of our social medias. We are at Zap the Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, we've got a few places here and there. Uh, and check us out uh, at our merch store, which is zapthepodcast.store, and see if you like any of our things there. And sort of on theme with these last few, with, with half of the episode today, is uh, we have our poppy chicken design yes. there, which you can check out, which is probably my favorite design we've ever done. So give that a squeeze, and if you like what you see, chuck it in your basket, and before you know it, well, probably there is shipping time. Not before you know it. <laughs> at, within <laughs> within the, the, the bounds of shipping times, it will be at your door and you'll have it. Um, so thank you very much once again for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode of Zap. Bye. Bye.